welcome to the Hope City Church podcast. We're so excited for you to listen along and hear this week's message. We pray it inspires and motivates and draws you closer to Jesus. Let's take a listen. You have a Bible, open it up to Ephesians 2 today. I'm wanting to lead into, um, we're going to have a few people sharing at the end here, so I'm going to try to get through this as fast as I can to give an opportunity for a few people from our house-to-house groups to share. How many of you have signed up for a house-to-house dinner group? Put those hands up high. How many are you loving your house-to-house dinner nights? Come on. (laughs) Yeah, here's the happy, here's the glee section over here. We have been hearing nothing but awesome things about house-to-house dinner nights. It's, it's just amazing. You get food and you get people together and people just come. They just come and there's just something so spiritual and wonderful about gathering with community, gathering around food and just allowing the conversations to happen. And so I'm going to read out of here, out of Ephesians 2, 16 to 22 in the message first, okay? So we have slides for that. And so just forgive me, I'm going to read off my page here if that's okay. Uh, But in verse 16, it says, Christ brought us together. Through his death on the cross, the cross got us to embrace, and that was the end of the hostility. Christ came and preached peace to you outsiders and peace to us insiders. He treated us as equals, and so he made us equals. Through him, we both share the same spirit, and we have equal access to the Father. That's plain enough, isn't it, church? You're no longer wandering around. uh, you're, You're no longer wandering exiles. The kingdom of faith is now your home country. You are no longer strangers or outsiders. You belong here. Isn't that powerful? Just look at your neighbor this morning. Say, you belong here. Oh, come on. Say it like you mean it. You belong here. With as much right to the name Christian, this is so good, as anyone, God is building a home. Look at your other neighbor. Say, God's building a home. Guys, he's using us all. I just, I love this. I was reading this to Jake last night. I'm like, babe, you got to like read this in the message. He's like, wow, that's really good. You belong here. God is building a home. He's using us all, guys. Irrespective of how we got here in what he is building. And let's just pause there for a minute. Just think about how you got here and not just into this room today, but just even as we sing songs like, All My Life You Have Been Faithful. When you sing that song, does it paint a picture in your heart? Doesn't it? Don't you just see pictures in your heart about the faithfulness and the goodness of God over and over and over again? How God could take a mess in your life and and turn it into a message? Or perhaps you're in the middle of a mess right now. And if you're in the middle of a mess right now, this is not the end of your story. God writes a beautiful story for you and that story is full of his faithfulness. That story is full of his goodness, and that's part of the reason why we need to be in holy community and planted in church so that when you are in the middle of your mess, because it comes to us all, that you have someone walking in your community beside you saying, this is not the end of your story. Come on. This is not the end of your story. The Bible says that the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. This is in Lamentations. Then it talks about how great is his faithfulness. 
God, we thank you for your faithfulness today over our lives. We thank you today, Father, for your faithfulness over our homes. We thank you today, God, that if we are in the middle of something that does not look awesome, that you are still in it, and the same God that brought us here is the same God that's carrying us through. Amen? God's building a home church. It's happening. It's happening. And let us not take lightly the church. Do you hear what I'm saying there? Don't take lightly the church. This is not something we do every Sunday. Oh, well, we just got to go to church. You know what? Come to church. And you heard me get real passionate about that two weeks ago. I was sharing about one of the best things my parents ever did for me was take me to church every Sunday morning. I had such a heart for the, the, for the house of God. I had such a heart for the presence of God. I belonged there. I belonged at the feet of Jesus. And, and it's not that it just belongs in a house or a temple, but I belonged. I knew I belonged in community. And I shared this a little bit at a women's conference yesterday. In that place as we belong, and when we bring our families to belong in a church community, we're able to now become more of the fullness and the expression of who God's called us to be. So I'm helping you and you're helping me. And as Mother Teresa says, together we can make something beautiful for God. Psalm 92 says, those who are planted in the house of the Lord. What does this second part of that say? Flourish in the courts of their God. God is doing something here and we must never take it lightly. Every time we show up Sunday morning or for our house groups or for breakfast Sundays, whatever, our, whatever we're showing up for, be all in. Because God is doing something. And so I was just so young, I was just like, God, just use me for something great. And I just have, I just, at such a young age, got such a heart for the church. I just carried it so deeply within me, how God wanted to not just use me, but the church. It's significant. So it says he's using us all, irrespective of how we got here. In what he's building, he used the apostles and the prophets for the foundation, okay? Now he's using you. So that's, that's talking about the old and the new. Now he's using you, fitting you in brick by brick, stone by stone with Christ Jesus as the cornerstone that holds us all parts together. We see it taking shape day by day, a holy temple built by God, all of us built into it, a temple in which God is quite at home. We all have a part to play here. You all have a part to play here. And whatever your part is to play here, it's significant. And I'm praying that in these days ahead, that, that things would burn on the inside of us. Like Pastor Jake had shared out of Psalm 69, like he had taken over worship and he had just looked at us and he said, that scripture is burning in my heart. Zeal for your house is consuming me that we would burn just so deeply inside of there is a part that I know Jesus wants me to play and I need to play it. And I need to play it with all my heart because if I don't play my part with all my heart, somebody else is going to be missing something. It's significant. And I pray today in the name of Jesus that we'd have eyes to see and ears to hear it. And I want to read this out of the English Standard now, Ephesians 2, 19 to 22. 
So I'm going to read it again just in another translation, half of it. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord in whom you also being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. That's a lot of stuff that's happening right there. But you see apostles and prophets, okay? So what you see is like the old and the new coming together. Jesus hung on the cross. Jesus died. Jesus rose again. The veil torn in two. He becomes the cornerstone now to hold it all together. Only Jesus can hold it all together. And you can even see that in what's happening in this church and what's happening between the old and the new. Only Jesus, as we exalt his name, can hold this together and not just have two parts, but now by the spirit of God, he's making us and has made us one so that we could glorify him as one, so that people don't see us, so that people see Jesus. Because where there's unity, it says in Psalm 133, that God commands a blessing. It's important that we get this. The old and the new, Jesus is at the center. So it's built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. Jesus being the cornerstone in whom the whole structure being joined together. Say joined together. If you have a new King James Bible, it will say fitted together. Grows into a temple of the Lord. Being joined and fitted, it grows. Things can't grow unless they're joined and they're fitted. Do you see that? So this joining means to be fitted closely. It means to be fitted and held together. It means to be harmonious, synergistic, combined. So do you know what synergy is? It's when, it's when the sum of its parts are greater than its whole. Okay? Synergy is when, so we, who, who are the teachers in the house? Who's a teacher? Yeah, we got, we got a principal in here, so I better say this well. But synergy would be like one plus one equals three. So when we are fitted, when we know what God's called us, when we know who God's called us to be, when we know the things that he's called us to do, when we play our part well for the glory of God, we are then able to be a peace. Okay, I, I need some volunteers this morning. Yeah, Lee, Sid, oh, it's Chris, sorry. Don't have my glasses on. <laughs> right, because if Lee was here, she'd be running a lot faster. Do you guys remember that last week? And she went to the Toby Mac concert. She had. I need two more people. Two more. Okay, Meg. Come on, Mike. Good, we got a guy. Let's get two more. Two more. Kelly, come up. One more. One more. Awesome. And Cheryl. Okay. So pretend that you are a piece. And you know that you're a part. But how are you going to grow unless you're joined? So what does joining look like to you? They're getting it. They're getting it. And what, did I, what I didn't say was joined also means an interlocking. Do you see that? Yeah, so you can't see that? 
And it's an interlocking not just of human strength. It's an interlocking not just of human pieces, but that Jesus Christ is the cornerstone between all of this. Do you see that? When we know who we are. It's not a happenstance that we just did a series on love. Because love is the place of identity. So when we know who we are and we begin to take our place where God has called us to, and guess what, what, what also happens? It says that when we're interlocked and we're fitted together is what this scripture is saying. It's also using the word harmonious. So that would tell me that that leads to that we begin, our hearts begin to get interwoven and interconnected together. Have you ever been around someone and they just feel like family? Yeah, Kelly's looking at me saying, uh-huh. She's looking at me thinking that. That's because something fits. If you've ever felt that about somebody, it's because something fits, and you can't change that. There's something in the connection that Jesus is in the connection. So in Jesus' name, may we know what part we're supposed to play and interlock so that we can grow. And did you notice the more pieces you add, the bigger it gets? Do you see that? The more pieces. And we grow and we grow and we grow. Do you guys remember last year when I spoke out of Psalm 92? Those who are planted in the house of the Lord flourish. So do you guys remember when I was teaching about the cedars of Lebanon? So one of the things that I said about the cedars of Lebanon was when one, when one branch would die or not do very well, guess what? Another branch would come up and help the other branch. And that kind of looks like this to me. Is that if you're not doing well, he's going to pull a little tighter. Sorry. A little tighter. If you're not doing well, she's going to pull a little bit tighter. Come on, tighter, closer, and closer, and closer. Okay, guys, give him a hand. That was good. That's good. So it says, in whom the whole structure being joined together, it grows, but it doesn't just grow to grow, okay? We are, church is not a club. This is not the Kiwanis Club. Thank God for the Kiwanis Club, but church is not a club. And like my father-in-law would say to me so many times, uh, anybody can hand out a sandwich. Anybody can be a club. But we, we are called to do stuff in the name of Jesus. We are not just community. You'll hear, you're, you're hearing me say a lot of things like we're holy community. Because I want to make sure that we are always adding Jesus into the equation. It starts with him. It ends with him. We want him inside of us so that when we are connected, there's something stronger in us that's holding us together. Because the wind's going to come, and the storms are going to blow, and they're, and they're going to try to pull us apart. The enemy does not like the church. He does not want the church knowing its power. He does not want the church knowing its place. And like I said two weeks ago, that's one of the reasons why there's been such an assignment from the enemy was to destroy families, to, to keep families so busy not to have them in church either. Because he knows that if he can just get us out of here, he will make us weaker and weaker and weaker and we will fall prey to his strategies. The church is a place of strength. The church is a place of power. The church is a place of hope because Jesus is head of the church. So we're growing into a holy temple in the Lord. It says, in him you also are being built together. Say, being built together. Say that again. Being built together. It's not a one-time thing. This is present participle, I think. It's been a long time since I've been in school. 
Okay, that kind of school. Being built, it's an ongoing process. We, so I was talking about belonging and becoming. Church is a place where people should be able to belong. Do you agree? So that people can become who God has called them to be, to do the things that God has called us to do. And as we take our part, belonging, becoming, we are being built by the Spirit of God together in a greater way, it says here, for a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Freedom. I have a video I want to show. It's really short. Don't laugh, okay? I wish I had taken a look. Oh, are we showing it? Well, don't blink. Don't blink, because that's it. Okay, can you play? Can we turn the sound up? Can you guys hear that? Okay, <laughs> it's really short. I should have just, like, looped it together. So I took this video. Okay, can you guess where this is? How did you know that? Because I haven't talked about Ireland yet. So I went to Ireland back, I think it was in September. And I was telling you that I was going to share a little bit about Ireland. I'm not going to share too much today, except that I was so enamored by these walls. So see these walls? They're more like fences. They're, they're higher than they look. So this was on an island. It's called the Aran Islands. Who's been to Ireland here? So this is in western part of Ireland, okay? So it's in the Aran Islands. It was beautiful. Everything is green. Everything is beautiful. So I'm on a horse and buggy. Can we play it one more time? I just like hearing that. I actually took that for you guys, too, just so you know. It's all for this moment right now. <laughs> so these stones, I don't know if you can read that here, but I, I made a comment, and I put it on my Insta story. These stone walls, they're 1,200 years old, guys. 700 miles of these stone walls for 1,200 years. Think about that for a minute. And I got to thinking about the body of Christ. That's why I took a video of this, because I was so enamored. I was like, that's oh, the body of Christ. That when we are fitted, stone by stone, when we are fitted, brick by brick, in, in that place, that we are built to last, guys. It's important. And, and, you know, and so what you might not know here, there's no mortar on these stones. None. None. And I was like, I'm like, really? There was none? You know, and she's talking to me, her accent. I can barely, if you really talk to someone who's really, really Irish, you can barely understand them. But I, I wrote here, no mortar is holding them together, just these stones. And guess what? Church, when we're fitted, we're not going to fall. You're not going to fall. Because someone else is going to, like when we were linked together, it's going to be, uh, I got you. I got you. But we don't need, we don't, they don't need mortar. So what's, what's holding these together is the weather. 
Okay, so you got wind, you got sun, you got rain, you got life happening together. And what's happening in us? We got life happening, we got life happening, we got the winds blowing, the rains. Are, but what are we doing? We're leaning into Jesus and we're helping one another. We're leaning into Jesus and we're helping one another. And together, as we're leaning into Jesus, and I should write a song. It's going to be my hit song. We're leaning into Jesus and we're helping one another. Did you like it? I should have got Tiff to come and come and wrap it. She really good. But as we're leaning into Jesus for real, okay, and we're helping one another, we become stronger, and our love for one another grows, and it grows and it grows. We start feeling more like family because we have more shared experiences together, and through shared experience, what happens? We begin to bond. We begin to bond. And that's something that the Lord has been talking to me about. Is how people are trying to build things in this season, but they're not bonding. People are trying to build things, but they're not bonding in the process, and they, they're wondering why it's not working. We were created to bond. You will be my best friends. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't mean in that best friend's sense. You, you, you can be bonded with someone. You can have a heart for someone. You're not hanging out with them every day, stalking them. <sighs> but it's that you do life together. You have shared experiences together. Jake and I went to Priscilla's house a couple weeks ago for lunch. I have a greater love for that woman since we had lunch, just hearing her story. Just hearing about her life. I put, her arm, put my arm around her on that Sunday after, and I just felt like I was just able to pray for her. Did you feel, and I'm sure Priscilla, you sensed that too. I just, I was able, that's Priscilla back there, right? I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> it's her sister. <laughs> but pray for her from a different way because we had shared some sort of experience together. And it's not happenstance that we're talking about this today. It's not happenstance that Pastor Jake shared about building on Vision Sunday. It's not happenstance that we're doing house-to-house dinner nights because God knows what he's doing. God knows what he's building because it's him that's building it. It's not man. Man cannot live by bread alone. Man cannot build by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So I've asked some of our um, house-to-house hosts and leaders if they would be willing to share for a couple of minutes. How many of you would love, like to hear from them? It would be great. Uh, we're going to start with Casey. And I just thought it would be really nice for you guys. To, you know, I, I asked them to share something about community, maybe something that means to them or something that's happening in their group right now. It's awesome, Jenny. Um, I, I had a peek at Krisha's computer. Can you put up Acts 2? Because I, I, I'm sorry if you're going to share on this too, but this is, exactly what, um, this is exactly what I was thinking about when I was thinking about community. So in the early church, um, they, they went through kind of a revival at, at, in the first couple chapters of Acts, and then it goes on to say, so continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart. I don't need the next one. Um, and I think this is really what it's, what it's been all about when, when 
couple weeks before Jake and Jen said that they that we were going to be doing dinner at each other's homes, Krisha and I had the same kind of um, impression in our heart. We were we were trying to think of what we wanted to do for a small group, and we couldn't we we couldn't come up with sort of a theme that really clicked with us. And then and then Krisha said to me, she said, "Why don't we just have people over for dinner on a weekly basis?" And then we heard from Jake and Jen's uh, in an email that they were going to do that, and we were going to do that. And we said, "Yeah, we were immediately." Yes, that's exactly what we want to do. Um, and so it's been, the first couple weeks of it have been honestly amazing. Um, we, <laughs> that's the group club. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. And, and I think it's really the start of, of something like it talks about in Acts chapter 2. Just coming to church and meeting together and, and praying together and, and worshiping together, it's just the first step. But when we start to actually get to know each other, when we start to actually bond with one another, then we can really say to someone, I have your back. You can't say you have someone's back if you don't know their name, if you don't know their story. And so when we get together with someone and when we start sharing meals together, not with any agenda, we start to realize, oh, man, this person has Jesus all over them. This person, this person is a child of God. This person is loved. And, and you begin to love them with the love of God. Um, and the, the other scripture that came to my mind thinking about these, these small groups, these community groups, was, uh, was in the book of John, uh, where Jesus said that they would know that you were Christians by what? By our love. He didn't say by our works. He didn't say, um, he didn't say by living a perfect life. He didn't say by, by your following of, of the rules. He said, by your love, they will know you're Christians. And I really think that's what's going to draw people to us. Is, is our radical love for one another and our radical love for the world. That's good. Kim? I'm just thinking. <laughs> I just, like, what you were just speaking on, a lot of that, I'm like, yes, that's what, like, community, when I think of what community means to Glenn and I, so if you don't, I'm Kim Carson. My husband is Glenn over there in the back in the red T-shirt. And um, we've seen the value of having people in our homes and, and having even just a meal like that um, opens up the opportunity for people just to be real, like, because you're, you're giving a space for them. And, um, and we've gone through different phases of our lives where we've realized we need people around us. Like, I've, like Len and I, we've been married, it'll be 25 years in October, and have gone through different, yeah, it's like, yeah. Um, we've just gone through different things where, like, I need that person, like, in my life right now, and through those community groups, and, th like, that's how we've been able to rub shoulders with people, and, um, and also given me an opportunity and Glenn an opportunity to use our gifts, like, to be able to step out and speak to people. And, and so, I, like, we only, we started, we met last, this past Friday. That was our first time because we had been away. And we're, like, so excited to have people. Like, this, this is who Glenn and I are, too. Like, we're, like, anybody. Like, here, you want to come to our place? Like, you seriously can. Like, we, we want it to be a place that people feel like they're loved, that they're safe that they can talk about things and be, like, just authentic and be yourself. Like, that's, and that, like, community is, like, being authentic. Like, being truly who you are yeah. and not, like, try, like, putting on something. So, yeah, we're excited. Come on, Dave. 
I have known Dave and Marlene since I was two years old. This is special. Yeah, did you guys know that? Yeah, we have known each other a long time. Thanks, Jen. It's a little shorter, not much. Okay. Uh, I never realized how much of an impact it would be on Marlene and I having people come to our home and friends, building relationships and, you know, the love for one another. And it's not just uh, the meal and everything, but it does draw people together and binds everybody together. And Jesus is in the midst of it all. And I'm just thankful, and uh, I would challenge anybody else that if they had an opportunity to do as such, uh, it's a great thing. It's really good. And, I mean, I can honestly say I really love these people. Mm. We're building community. <laughs> building uh, relationships and friendships and, and community is uh, it, it's so important. I have a, an, in our neighborhood, we have uh, neighbors, and uh, they're all really good people, except one. And at one time, I wanted to bless them with a brick, I'm telling you. But, but after speaking on community and relationships and everything, I've actually talked to this fellow in the last couple of weeks, and he's really not a bad guy. He, it's, uh, it's his potty mouth we're working on, but... Anyway, so I'm thankful to, that we have a, a group meeting in our home and everything, and it's it's been really fun, and it's I never realized how much of an impact it would have on me. Well, thank you. Did you catch part of that first thing that Dave said? But Jesus was in he's in the midst of it all. Wasn't that beautiful? I think I'm going to remember that from today. Jesus is in the midst of it all. Let's put Acts 2.46 back up there. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart. Next verse. Praising God and having favor with all the people and the Lord added to the church daily those who are being saved. Thanks so much for joining us today. We hope you are drawn closer to Jesus and that his spirit, his love, and his life are filling you right now. If you'd like more info about who we are and what we're doing at Hope City, head over to hopecitychurch.ca to find out more. And if you liked what you heard, head over to iTunes and rate the podcast to spread the word so others can hear too. And oh, one more thing before we go. We just want to remind you that you were made for hope.